At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. alongside former Tampa Bay Buccaneer and Super Bowl champion Sean King. I am Tim Murray. No more full slates of college football, but it is a big, monstrous weekend. And we'll have a game here in Las Vegas. Some futures bets maybe potentially coming home. Western Kentucky. Hopefully we can bring that one home there, Sean. Nice. Bailey Zappi. Let's Made bring it that to the home. game. 10-1. to 1. Big comeback win. They're playing. UTSA. Meet, meet. Ooh, in San Antonio, or is it a neutral site? In San Antonio. Oh, man. North Texas coming home. That was uh, one of the games that I was one outright. intrigued by. Yeah. And then our next guest, of course, brought it back on Monday night. So it said, ooh, I just got to double down even more. It is Brad Powers, at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. Brad, that sitting with five wins motivation, when you look at North Texas winning outright, LSU won, uh, won outright, a lot of... Interesting situations, the auto fate of FIU. Uh, it felt like a lot of uh, discussion points that we had had these past couple of weeks really came home this past Saturday. Yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, it reminded me of almost bowl season where you can throw all your power ratings out the window or at least not, you know, have as much faith in them and just rely on, you know, and obviously sometimes it can be tough because you know, you're not inside that locker room dictating, you know, who's going to be motivated or not. But it seemed this year uh, the proof was in the pudding, and a lot of teams had weighed the white flag on the season, whether it was an FIU or a Temple or a team that was really coming on strong like a North Texas. Uh, yeah, it's always – hindsight's always twenty twenty, but I'm glad that a lot of those worked out. Well, and before we jump into championship weekend, and I think we'll hit on this next week, certainly when the bowl games come out and the spreads, you know, how do you normally – it, it, I get. Is it each situation is different? Like uh, Notre Dame, for instance. You know, I don't think they'll make the playoff. Likely headed to the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, maybe against Michigan State. Are you going to downgrade them? Are you going to keep them the same? What do you do when a coach leaves uh, and they, they're either dealing with an interim or maybe you know, Notre Dame hires Marcus Freeman from within? Who knows? But what do you normally do in those types of situations? 
Uh, usually more of a downgrade uh, with an interim. I just think it's more of a negative, especially in today's day and age where I think you're more likely to get players who will mean more to the spread, that they're more likely to opt out of a bowl game with an interim coach. So, I mean, when those lines first come out, I'm always going to go off numbers first. And specifically what I like to look at is disparity and strength of schedule that I don't think properly gets priced in those early numbers. But then, I mean, in, in today's day and age, you also got to anticipate, you know, who's going to be motivated and who isn't. And, you know, they, it sounds like it'd be hard, but, you know, it kind of isn't. You know, like in North Carolina, I don't think Sam Howell's going to play the bowl game already. So you, you, I don't need that announcement to come down the pike for me to, you know, probably fade the Tar Heels in a bowl game. So, yeah, it's complicated. I wish it was black and white, but uh, I, I love living. I love betting in the gray. I think I can, you know, price it better than the market. Brad Powers here on the nightcap. Brad, here's what's interesting as we talk about bowl season. And, you know, I'm trying to wrap my mind around some things because you don't normally see Oklahoma and Notre Dame and these type programs in this situation, especially where the coach wasn't fired. He decided to leave. So how is this bowl season going to be sort of different, at least from that angle, that there are some major programs who are known for stability that may be in an unstable situation. How are you going to factor that into some of the major bowls, you know, being in these situations, potentially interim coaches? Well, that's an excellent question. And we don't really have, I wish I could go to, you know, data points. We don't have any data points. This is unprecedented what's going on right now. Uh, I can tell you this. It's going to be a case-by-case basis. It looks like Bob Stoops is going to, you know, take over at least interim for, for Oklahoma for the time being. But it looks like that entire coaching staff is going to be gutted. So I'm probably less inclined to bet Oklahoma at this point. I can tell you this. If Marcus Freeman gets named the head coach uh, for Notre Dame, I will want to bet on Notre Dame. I think they will be incredibly inspired. You know, if the Bowl game against the Michigan State, heck, even if they make the playoff, I think they'll play with a chip on their shoulders. So case-by-case case basis as always, but uh, I, again, I, I don't have any past data points. I've never seen this happen before in college football. All right, let's get to championship weekend uh, because there are a handful of games. Yes, there obviously. are. A lot of intriguing matchups here. Uh, before we kind of go game by game, is there, as we always ask you, Brad, now the, the board is uh, obviously limited now, but is there a side or a total for championship weekend still available that is uh, that is calling your name? So full disclosure, believe it or not, I bet all 10 of them. I thought the lines were relatively <laughs> – the lines are soft, I thought. Now, keep in mind, Circa you know, wasn't first to market. They're used to it and you know, being first to market. And I, I got to say that the guys have been relatively sharp, in my opinion, uh, this year. Uh, I think other market, books came to market that aren't used to it, and they, were, uh, they weren't as sharp. I'll just put it that way. So my favorite one – that still has value is the ACC championship game. I like Pitt minus three. I bet two and a half. I think the line should be closer to six. I mean, you look at Wake Forest's two losses came against North Carolina and Clemson, two teams that Pittsburgh handled. And I just think Pittsburgh has more upside, uh, especially on the defense side of the ball. And I think it's a cheap number, even from a power ratings aspect. So Pitt minus three is my favorite pick of the week. I want to go to uh, the game here in Las Vegas uh, with Utah and Oregon. Um, you know, Utah right now laying three. You can get three if you like Oregon. If you like Utah, you can still get two and a half. You know, obviously these two teams played a couple weeks ago, and Oregon got thumped. Now, neutral field, uh, time for Mauro Cristobal to, to revamp things. What do your true power ratings say about this game? Because to me, I feel like maybe there's a, a little bit of value on Oregon because they were just a, what, three-and-a-half point, or I guess they were a three-point dog at Utah. Now they're still a three-point dog on a neutral. Yeah, so my power ranks say Oregon's to play here. Yeah. Uh, I got it in the Utah minus one, one-and-a-half range. I mm-hmm. bet Oregon plus three-and-a-half at South Point. Still would bet them plus three here. My only concern is Mario Cristobal. And, you know, his name is getting mentioned in some jobs that, that aren't even open yet, like a Miami job. So, that would be my only, you know, worry here. But I got to play numbers, and I think Oregon's the, the the value spot in this one. So when you do your numbers, Brad, this is a fascinating conversation for me because how do you factor into which Anthony Brown is going to show up? Is it going to be the seventeen <laughs> of thirty-five, AB to play against Utah, or is it the Marcus Mariota version that showed up against Oregon State in the Civil War? Like when there's a quarterback that's talented 
but extremely inconsistent. How do you factor that into it? Another great question. So, I mean, you have a power rating on a team, you know, who would be favored over who. And then off to the side, you kind of have a confidence in that power rating. And some teams are more higher variance than others. Uh, like a Notre Dame is super consistent. At least they were under Brian Kelly. You, you bet on them against teams they're supposed to win. You bet against them against teams that they're outmanned. Uh, Oregon, specifically quarterbacks and some programs, uh, you know, can be a little bit higher variance. So I'm probably less confident. So how do I handle it? Well, I mean, Oregon, you know, at plus three and a half, plus three, is not going to be my favorite bet of the week because of that higher variance. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Uh, moving to a game that I think <laughs> – Stinky? I'm smelling let down. And you think about conference championship game, you ask, how can that be? But everything that Michigan has in their being was put into the game at the big house this past Saturday. Now they have to go to Indianapolis and play an Iowa team. Is this a situation where Wolverine faithful should be worried? Yeah, I think of covering the spread, absolutely. Uh, and plus, it'd be on brand for Michigan to finally beat uh, Ohio State oh, and then lose a Big Ten championship <laughs> game. I mean, I've I been following Michigan football my whole life. I, I mean, that, that would be on brand for them. Uh, I Look, the power ratings are, are right at this number. But, I mean, power rating only goes so far. It doesn't factor in situation or motivation. And I think the situational play of the week is to take Iowa, a double-digit underdog, in a very low total, and really, to me, the only way Iowa doesn't cover this point spread is, you know, turnovers. And if their quarterback turns it over uh, a few times, which he has in a couple of losses, then they're in trouble. But Iowa also forces turnovers, something that Cade McNamara and McCarthy are going to have to be careful of. If they're not locked in because, you know, situation, there's a little bit of a letdown factor. Iowa's a team that can turn you over two, three times quick. And Iowa not only plus 11, I think Iowa to sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Look, I, I immediately, as soon as Michigan, I said last week, I, didn't, I wasn't as, as confident, but as the week went on, I was like, Michigan plus eight, this is an intriguing spot. And now I'm, I'm with you guys. I think Iowa plus the 11 is fascinating. All right, we only got about a minute and a half here. We got to get to the SEC championship. I, I want to bet Alabama because getting points with Nick Saban hasn't happened in like, what, 92 games or something like that. But I look at that offensive line and the way that Alabama, or Auburn just shredded them. Now you're going up against another animal in Georgia. Is it Georgia in this spot under a touchdown? Or what do your numbers say? Hey, my numbers have it right where the, the spread is. I can't take Bam unless it goes to seven. Not sure that it's ever going to get there, to be honest with you. Uh, I did, you know, good kudos to Circa. They, they released this line two weeks ago. I laid three. I'm very happy with that. I'll be sitting, you know, eating popcorn, hopefully uh, <laughs> cashing that ticket. But six and a half is a really tough line. I, I really don't expect it to move. And that's where I'd have it. But you're right. Alabama, what in the last four weeks has given you any kind of hope that Alabama's offensive line is going to hold up here? Hey, yeah. Brad, we got 30 seconds really quick. Does Houston beat Cincinnati or does Baylor beat Oklahoma State? Uh, you know, I'd bet Cincinnati minus 10, so I think that's the least likely of the one. I did bet Baylor plus six and a half. That's another kind of emotional letdown for Oklahoma State after Bedlam. He is Brad Powers. We always love having him on, and obviously we will have him on uh, as we lead up to bowl season. And uh, as Notre Dame faithful, he and I will just be staring at our computers wondering who the next head coach will be. Brad, appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. Take care, guys. There he is, Brad Powers. At Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. It's a nightcap here on DC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA. We've got ourselves New York, which, woohoo! Max Scherzer, man, just hits to the kidneys all day today for me. Subscribe to your local CityCasts wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, Max Scherzer. One of my favorite players helped my Washington Nationals. I am a Washingtonian. I'm allowed to say that. Uh, win a World Series. He did. I don't begrudge that guy. Dude's going to get paid $43 million a year at 38. Yeah. You do your thing, man. If he wins a World Series with the Mets, who their odds were cut in half, I think, or plus 2,200, they went down to like plus 11, if I'm not mistaken. He'll go into the Hall of Fame as a Met. Don't do that. Yeah. Two Cy Youngs in Washington. I'm just telling you. If World he, Series. It, it just means more in New York. Okay. Yeah. You're just trying to poke my... You're just trying to rile me up there, Dookie. You disagree? Yes. Absolutely. Should we put a future bet on the Mets? <laughs> no. I will not bet the Mets. Well, last year they were expected to be really good. Yeah, what they, happened? They metted. Right, but they still have most of the same players, and now you add Scherzer. So yeah. The Dodgers had Scherzer, too. What happened? It burned him out. He had arm fatigue. Yeah, exactly. He's old. So he knew he was going to New York, so he wanted to be at his best. <laughs> um, would that crush you if he went in the Hall of Fame as a Met? It would hurt. It would hurt a lot. Yeah. It would hurt more than Brian Kelly going to LSU. <laughs> <laughs> that just hadn't set in yet. No. That's... Yeah, the sting is coming. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm just going to keep reading different articles about how he's going to be so great at LSU. I don't know. So I want to I channel that. I want to hold that for just a sec because we just have Brad Powers on. And we've got championship week. I have not made a bet yet on championship week. I haven't either. Now, I would be all over my Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, but I'm just going to sit back with my 10 to 1 ticket and just say, win this puppy, Western Kentucky, because I like them to win. I think they'll go into this Alamo Dome as a slight favorite. Bailey Zappi's going to zing, zing, zing all over the yard. I'm looking at minus one and a half. So that line's moved open two and a half. Moved in favor of Western Kentucky. I mean, with the way Western's been playing and the way UTSA has kind of oh, plateaued, kind of been in neutral the last four UTSA weeks. finished the year 8-4 and four ATS, 0-3 mm-hmm. ATS their last three games, including. Why wouldn't you jump on Western Kentucky here, even though you have the 10-1? to 1, And, I mean, this I might be all the way right. I might. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact that I'm just sitting there with a 10-1 to 1 ticket instead yeah. of just having to play, you know, money line. Um, but let's uh, let's bounce around a little bit because okay. Brad said his favorite play. This one maybe dug a little deep. Stings you? No, not at all. Your Wake Forest Demon Deacons? No, I'm, they're not my Demon Deacons. They were a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I've rolled with them when I thought they were <laughs> roll worthy. At Clemson. I'm now not, I will not... say I bet against them this past weekend. I was very wrong. Uh, props to Boston. Uh, props to Wake Forest. I beg your pardon. They splattered Boston College. Yeah. Shout out to Dave Clawson too. Like, He's sticking around. 
Yeah. Hey, isn't that nice? See, I think Wake Forest always struggles with teams that are super athletic on defense. And so I've got, I'm just, I, am, I'm, I, I have it in my notes to go and rewatch Pittsburgh, Miami, Pittsburgh, Clemson, just to look at Pittsburgh's athleticism on defense. I got to go refresh. Because the last time I really remember being locked in was when they played Tennessee. And I thought they matched up. Pittsburgh? Yeah, really well in that game. But I just want to go and double check it. I mean, the thing about Pittsburgh, too, I mean, they're prolific offensively, and they have Kenny Pickett. Yeah, um, I feel like everybody's going to have success against Wake. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why you're looking at a total right now of 72 and a half here. The teams have given Wake trouble are the teams that have athletic players in the middle of the defense. So two tackles, the backers that are in the box, and the safeties. If you watch the Clemson game, you know, they really did a great job of getting into the backfield quick, of being able to tackle in space, and that comes with athleticism. So I'm going to rewatch a couple of Pittsburgh's games, and then I have a strong opinion for you on that tomorrow. All right, so um, Pittsburgh minus three against Wake. I do like Pittsburgh to win that game outright. Um, He did not. He said he played Georgia when it opened here at Circa at three. It's now six and a half. I feel extremely comfortable taking Georgia minus 10. I just, I, it, it, Bama's issues aren't fixed overnight. Their offensive line, if you watch the Iron Bowl, now they've had issues, but, you know, and props to Bryce Young. By the way, if I'm Auburn, if I'm Brian Harson, it's 17 to 16 in overtime. Yeah. Go for two. He You're just, six and five. Yeah, he just fired Mike Bobo. You Go that? for two. You saw that? Yeah. Yeah, he fired his OC. I mean, what What are we doing? What? Why are we going to continue to get whatever? Um, so, so just as we get into this and, and we, we put a, do you agree a, or ribbon disagree? On, a ribbon on this game, how do you get a job like Auburn and hire somebody to be your offensive coordinator and fire him after one year? That means that you weren't sure you were hiring the right guy in the first place. Yeah. Like I'm just telling you, man, I love the game of football. I hate the profession of coaching. I'm just saying the business side of it is really, really nasty. nasty well, look nasty at well, well, I. It really is. Like, just think about this. Think about how big of a job Auburn is. It's huge. Like, how in the world could you they hire? A national how could you hire somebody in as important of a role as offensive coordinator, and then fire him after year one? That means that wasn't that was never your guy. Like, that's the only way that happens. Because if I believe you know offensive football, say I'm the head coach, mm-hmm. and I hired Tim Murray to be my OC. I mean, we've got a history, we got lineage, we've been in a relationship. Like, I'm not gonna fire you after year one. Because I know I hired the right guy. Now, if somebody tells me, hey, there's this brilliant dude named Tim Murray, man, you need to bring in. But I don't know you. Right. But I feel obligated and forced to hire you because somebody else said that's what I should do. Mm-hmm. Then, okay, I've already probably decided if everything don't go perfect, I'm going to fire you at the end of the year anyway. Because then I can go to that person and say, well, I did it your way. Right. Now let me do it mine. It's a cold business, man. I just... It's a cold business. So, having said I that, I look at that defensive line. Having said that, that's why I love Georgia. Georgia's better on offense than Auburn. Remember, Auburn had this game won with the backup quarterback. Yeah. If Bo Nix plays, Auburn wins. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, this line, I think a lot of people are going to look at it because it's Bama. And just, I think people are going to lay it with Georgia, which makes me nervous about laying it with Georgia because I do believe that, the, that everyone watched the Iron Bowl. And saw Alabama struggle and was fortunate to beat a six and five, now six and six Auburn, which by the way, thank you for getting that win because I thought my under seven win total was done. So thank you, Alabama, or thank you, I Mike think people Bobo, are gonna go with Alabama. Brian Harrison. I, I want to. I think they're gonna go with Alabama. Ah, no, I think the public will ride with Georgia here. Be interesting. Some be interesting question with Chris Andrews I do, I do, later yeah. in the week. Exactly. Yep. Uh, we will have Chris on as we always do. Uh Iowa. Catching 11, you and I are in agreement here. I'm money lining Iowa. I'm telling you guys right now, I know Derek and everybody's going to be upset with me Friday. I am money lining Iowa. I think this is a terrible spot for Michigan. I just think Iowa stinks. You, that's no, no, hold they on. Don't stink. You have this theory about rushing the field. I do. They seat 106,000 <laughs> at the big house, yeah, and 100,000 of them were on the field. I'm just telling you, this is a I'm, hard. This is a hard spot for Michigan. I'm taking the 11 against what is a rock solid Iowa team. Nothing flashy, but they're gonna give you 
an honest day's work every time they show up. And if you aren't all the way buttoned in on offense, they force more turnovers than anybody in college football. Oh, I'm I'm taking 11. Now, by the way, I have faded Iowa so many times this year. I faded them this past weekend when they were an underdog against a backup quarterback at Nebraska, and they were down by 12 yeah, heading into the fourth they quarter. They blocked a punt or something. My God almighty. I mean, the fortune that Iowa has, and for Nebraska fans. I'm money lining this my game. My condolences. I'm just telling you. I might lose, but I'll, I'll take the 11. I think this is a tough spot for Michigan. I, I mean, tough spot. By the way, I mean, Utah pummeled. Pummeled Oregon. And they were, what, a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home? Right. And now they're a three-point favorite in Las Vegas. Right. I'm probably going to leave this game alone. <laughs> I'm on Oregon, man. Give me those three. Again, again, Give me only, those three points. Remember what Brad said about the variance that's attached to a team. Yeah, it's Anthony Brown. Yeah, and I just – I don't know which – because, I mean, is Utah's defense that good? Now, I know that environment was crazy. but it was you, crazy. Utah's going to travel really mm-hmm. well to Vegas. It's Oregon not far. Travel too. You know – I need it. We didn't get Brad's opinion on this game. Baylor, Oklahoma State. Uh, we didn't get that one. Um, which man was Oklahoma State? I'm leaning Baylor. Fortunate to get yeah. out of that one. Just because of the way they had to win that game. Like and the, by the way, is Baylor Baylor's going to keep Dave Aranda? Apparently. I'm telling you guys, Baylor's a much better job than people give it credit for. No, it's a good job, yeah. but it's in a state. You would have thought that USC, LSU, with the ties Aranda has, but. Now I would. I Woodward was, goes big yeah. game hunting. He I, got himself I, Brian I, I Kelly. Stay at, stay at Baylor, Dave. And he's going to stay. Where else is he going to go? If he didn't get LSU or they've got Bama, everything no infrastructure-wise you need at Baylor to win, in a great state with a bunch of great high school football talent, in a conference where now that Oklahoma and Texas are about take to take Baylor on the money line. Facts. This God. just feels like it's there for Oklahoma State college yeah. football playoff. Saying, "Hey, why don't you come be a part of us?" Doesn't it just feel like the Pokes will let let it down after winning Bedlam? Yeah, I just want to see Marcus Freeman let Notre Dame in the college football playoff. The nightcap here on Vison. <laughs> this is the nightcap on Vison, the sports betting network. Prop track now available on VEASAN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends. Best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Monday Night Football got a little more exciting than we anticipated. It did. A touchdown late from uh, Russell Wilson to uh, Swain, Freddie Swain. How did that happen? The play just, the, the C parted there. Well, they were playing a middle of the field open defense. That means both safeties are on the hash. And, you know, that nickel, they probably were in dime, actually, because 22 was at the mic. He's supposed to run with that route. But like a lot of undisciplined defensive backs do when they're a man, their eye discipline isn't what it should be. So he looks in the backfield. All of a sudden he sees Russell scrambling. So he flat foots now thinking that he has to go up and tackle Russell, and Russell throws the ball to the wide-open guy he's supposed to be covering. The Russell Wilson kind of all over the place here tonight. But yeah, he was bad. Let's just be honest. Yeah, he was not good. He was bad. <laughs> uh, and then we had, uh, I wouldn't say controversy, it was just an unfortunate situation. Small uh, small details. Wrong side lined up. They recover the onside kick, the Seahawks yeah. do, but illegal formation, and uh, Washington gets the win and they are now five and six. They've won three in a row. Have the Washington football team. And up next for them, a very interesting showdown here in Las Vegas against the Raiders. Raiders winning on Thanksgiving Day. Impressive win for them. Man, I wish I could. <laughs> that guy is unbelievable. I, I'm I, I I'm probably sure I'm done betting for or against the Raiders the rest of the year because I just don't ever know what car is going to show up. I mean, I I think for sure they're the lock of the week against the Bengals. Bengals coming on the road. You know, Raiders coming off of losing to the Giants, I think, the week before. They're going to be focused, locked in, added Deshaun Jackson. We got another deep play threat. 
and they lay an egg on offense. You know, then all of a sudden they go to Dallas and like they are the best offense in the AFC. Cars throwing the ball all over the field. So I just I I, I can't predict which version of him is going to show up. It makes it very difficult to decide how to approach the Raiders moving forward. You know, maybe you see it different. I, I that was yeah. I, they are hard to read. Um, backing Washington in this situation, um, you know, at some point. Is there a sell-off spot for Washington? You know, is this the sell-high opportunity for Washington? They've won three in a row. And how good are they really playing, though, Sean? I mean, they have, they've lost. But know, the Bucks started. They've got to win it versus the Bucks in this run, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so At that's, home. That's impressive. Very Granted, impressive. we went with half the team. But, but very still, impressive. No, no, no. Yeah, the, we still had the same helmets. And now Washington is, you know, Getting two and a half on the road at Las Vegas. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see how this week goes. I don't really also trust follow much. how Antonio Gibson's how significant and severe his injury is. Or uh, not in Gibson, uh, Misick. Uh, JD McKissick. JD McKissick. Yeah, remember he went off at the end. Yeah. Yeah, with the injury. He's a big part component of what Scored they do two offensively. Touchdowns yeah. So. I mean, you just never know what Heineke you're going to get, but he's been playing well. He's been so. playing good this year. He has been playing well. Yeah. It might be earning himself a I think starting 16 job. Sixteen touchdowns. Well, how do you what do you, where do you go tonight? Uh, he, he threw, threw two. Threw a pick. He threw two touchdowns. I believe. So he's at seventeen and ten, I think, for the year. Yeah. But he's completing over sixty-six percent of his passes. Uh, he only threw one touchdown tonight. Uh, but you know, Gibson went for one hundred and eleven uh, mm-hmm. on the ground, and that's big. I mean, Gibson's kind of been inconsistent this year. I feel like they haven't utilized him properly. Uh, but three-game winning streak for Washington—a pretty good game here in Las Vegas this week. Um, Puckstradamus came through tonight. Yes, again he did with the two-team parlay in hockey. Seattle cracking puck line. How about that call? Plus 195. <laughs> Pay me the money. <laughs> Coupled it with the Calgary Flames at home. Check out uh, at VEASAN Live on Twitter if you haven't seen uh, the yeah. sweat here for Sean King. Again, in a shootout, gets the victory. Uh, what did it go? Eight, eight rounds in the shootout? Yeah, way too many. Um, well, the big news in the college football world today, um, Brian Kelly Heading to LSU, the winningest coach in Notre Dame history, is leaving Notre Dame with an opportunity, by the way, to go to the playoff. Once again, I'm still laughing, which is, uh, I guess, one of the signs of, uh, of accepting this. Um, but what did you make? We talked more about what's next for Notre Dame. What did you make of this hire by LSU? Do you think this is a good hire? Do you think it will work for LSU? Uh... Because people, I'll be, me- I'll be honest with you. This is going to tell me a lot about how elite of a head coach Brian Kelly is. And I'll just say this before you finish: I think this year, his coaching job, this is the best coaching job he's he's done at Notre Dame, and he's been to the playoff twice, been to a national championship once. Uh, I think this year, with the roster that they had after losing. All of the talent that they lost last year in the NFL draft, going to the playoffs, starting that the way that they did, you know, eking past Florida State, luckily beating Toledo, losing to Cincinnati, but here they are, 11-1. They made tweaks on the offensive line, Sean. I think this was his best job as a coach. And to be honest, I I thought he was almost at peace because the way things were trending recruiting-wise, he's 60 years old, he was well-compensated, he's the winningest coach of all time. Like, if he was 50 and, you know, right after he went to, you know, played Alabama, remember he flirted with the Eagles? I was right. like, that would have made sense. This was, that's why it was surprising. So it's interesting to hear different people out there because you, you never coached against Brian Kelly, I don't think. No. But you've been in the coaching circles long right. enough. So you, he was already at Notre Dame when I got to USF. You've had opinions formulated. You've heard probably people talk about him. It's interesting to hear the varying. Uh, discussion. Like Greg McElroy tweeted out today, Brian Kelly is one of the best coaches I've ever been around. He wins everywhere he goes and will do so quickly at LSU. Total game changer. This is a grand slam for LSU football. You Who are not that? Greg McElroy, former Alabama coach, now ESPN commentator, or former Alabama quarterback. Uh, I don't agree with that. That to me, that's a little ridiculous. Like for one. It's in the SEC West. Mm-hmm. So Brian Kelly hasn't done near what Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban have done as head coaches. True. Brian Kelly is not the creative, locked in with the, 
what is it, Generation Z that we're dealing with now? Uh, no idea. Head coach that Lane Kiffin is. Sure. So, you know, so where does he fit? Yeah, but he's a better coach than Lane Kiffin. But, but, but hear me out. See, when you put a period on the sentence when I'm not to the end of the sentence, <laughs> you don't really get the right context. <laughs> the, the thing that this is going to be about is there's only one Tim Murray in the country. Meaning there's one three technique that is a day one starter. No matter what college he goes to, he's going to be there for three years and he'll be a top, he'll be the top pick in the draft. Can Brian Kelly go on a home after Nick Saban, after Kirby Smart, after Ryan Day, after Dabo Sweeney? Does he have that kind of personality? Because at that school, that's the level you're playing the game at. At Notre Dame, you always have an out when it comes to recruiting. Well, academically, mm-hmm. we can only go after a certain type of yeah. kid. They won't hear that at LSU. Mm. So, like, the top ten guys at every position, you're, you're, that's how this is going to go. Saban's going to be in the house when Saban leaves. Kirby Smart's going to come in. When Kirby leaves, Brian Kelly's going to come in. When Brian leaves, Dabo Sweeney's going to come in. Is he the guy that can make that family say, we choose you? That's what this is all, all going to be about. And I don't know. I so don't for either. McElroy to say this is a slam dunk, I, I, I think that's a little over the top. I'm not saying I disagree with it. I'm saying I think it's over the top because of the side of the SEC LSU exists in. What I'd say about Brian Kelly is that he has left every program that he – better. Then he got it. Entered much better than they He's would. never been anywhere like this. And I, I agree that, too. Because <laughs> the knock on Brian Kelly Shoot. has been he's not an elite recruiter. He's, you know, a great manager uh, and GM, so to speak. I, I don't know. I'm very curious how this will work out. You know, there's part of me that hopes it fails uh, because I'm annoyed and uh, kind of pissed off as a Notre Dame fan. But I get it. I mean, look, at the end of the day, Dude's going to make $11 million plus a year down at LSU. We'll talk to Jimmy. Jimmy Ott will join us tomorrow. Um, so we'll see. Hey, listen, LSU's going to get players no matter who the head coach is. Yeah. But can they get the players mm-hmm. that determine who wins the LSU-Alabama game? Can they get the players that determine can you beat Georgia in the SEC championship game? And right now, Jimbo Fisher's got, I think, the number two rated class in the country. Down in College Station, I just, I mean, that's a different end of the pool that he's swimming in now. Now, would you? Not saying he can't handle it. I'm just saying it's going to be fascinating to find out. I think, and who knows who's going to opt out. I think Notre Dame right now is a bet on team in bowl season. I think these players are well, I gotta see. I gotta up. see who they're playing first. They could end up in the playoff against Georgia. Well, no, 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 no. Fair, fair. <laughs> fair. Michigan State in the Fiesta Bowl. I don't know yet. That's secondary. Oh yeah, go to break. <laughs> the nightcap here on Beeson. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. Cyber Monday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsin.com slash subscribe it is the nightcap here on vsin had a good night on the show i had no bets on the nfl game tonight but mr puck stradamus call me puck stradamus firing away on a no uh, i want want you to say it call me puck Puck stradamus yes there we go see i will not call you puck stradamus until you alert me of said parlays or let our people know you tweeting out after the fact is just like hey I got this awesome winner, but I'm not going to let you know. Puck I apologize. Stradamus. I know. You need to. I apologize. Like Brian Kelly sending his uh, note in, what is it, the Teams app? I get it, man. <laughs> he didn't really think he was going to LSU, and then if uh, what Dennis Dodd just reported is accurate, I mean, like you said, they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Uh, Dennis Dodd reported that $15 million. Brian Kelly's deal at LSU was in the $15 million per year range. Good God almighty. It's a lot of money. That's mm, a mm, lot mm. of money. I'm uh, happy for those guys. I really am. I mean, they deserve it. That's a high-pressure job. Yeah, it is. I just wish the players got a little bit of it. Yeah. And yeah. I hope some of this money is going to the staff. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, I'm sure that. The, I mean, because in Baton Rouge, if you make $2 million and $15 million, it's only the same stores you can go to. So, <laughs> I mean. It's not like I want to know. Ben Rouge has like this high-end, upscale, like you know, side of town where they have like the Louis store and like who's gonna the buy, Gucci store. That, like that doesn't exist there. Who's gonna buy Brian Kelly's house that he's currently building less than a mile away from the? Uh, oh, trust campus? me, it, it, he's got good taste. <laughs> New coach will just move and right if in. LSU's, is that how it is? If LSU's anything like USC, they already paid for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the Circus Survivor continues to be whittled down. It was at 40 entering this week. Now, remember, it was entering this Sunday because we had a big old bunch of people get knocked out on Thursday when they took the Cowboys down to 40. And, Sean, after this weekend, six people were on the Eagles. They gone. Mm, mm, mm. Two people were on the Panthers. Mm, they gone. Mm, mm. Chargers had one. Texans had I feel bad the Seahawks we didn't even mention that Seahawks had two so now Sean we are down to 28 people left yeah I feel bad for the person that had the Texans Texans were supposed to win that game at home they were up you know I really don't feel bad for the Eagles guys I mean or girls you know division road game those are always tough strange things happen man strange things happen but again the thing you always have to remember with Circa, I mean, Survivor is who do they have left? Mm-hmm. You know, some of the times, you know, your hands are forced, you know, just based on what pieces are still on your board. So enter- I wish I was in the 28, though. So entering this weekend, the biggest favorites on the board are Arizona, which probably has been utilized by many, Tampa Bay, I would imagine they're all gone. Indianapolis, there might be some people who still have the Colts. I got to look back at the big sheet that we have. Who does Indy have this week? Uh, They are at Houston. All these teams are on the road, by the way. Tampa's on the road. Arizona's on the road. Indy's on the road. 
All the big favorites are on the road, except for the Rams home to the Jags. But I think a lot of people use the Rams early on. And by the way, Arizona, they're probably alive in most of these, Sean, but they play on Christmas Day. So you got to save Arizona or somebody. At this point, I would just be trying to get to the next week. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you might down to 28. You might even have to, whatever your plan was, you might even have to revamp it. Scrap it. Because I'm just telling you, if you went the conventional way, you're not in the tournament anymore. That's true. You're gone. I mean, there have been about four weeks where I know people had Buffalo when they went to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people had the Bengals when they went to the Jets at that time. You know, like, there's some games out there. Like, I know people had Dallas. Raiders coming in town, have lost two games. Biggest spread on the board. Yeah, like, I mean, come on. It is, uh, we need to. Uh... Is it time to take the Lions? <clears throat> You can take it out with 10 team <laughs> Survivor. Be legendary. I bet you people still have Dallas or Detroit left. <laughs> they haven't won a game. That's the one guarantee. <laughs> There's no one that's left is taking Detroit. So, here, let me go through teams that you probably still have left if you're in Survivor. Detroit, certainly. Right. Uh, Seven-point dog at home. Um trying to think if people would have Chicago. I would think they would have Chicago. They actually, if you're still alive, you probably use Chicago on Thanksgiving against Detroit. So Chicago's probably gone, and you wouldn't play them this week anyways. What about, let's see. The Dolphins, to me, are a team a lot of people could have. But I think they were used, if my memory serves me correct, I think they were used very early on. No. If you used them early, you lost. Yeah, you lost because they had a six-game losing streak. So, yeah. So, yeah, you probably have Miami. I bet the Dolphins will be a a very highly bet team. Based on how they're playing right now, they're at home. Giants are coming off a win. They just put Michael Strahan's jersey into the never-to-be-worn-again locker room. So, Mm -hmm. a lot of good things going, you know, for that team. I wouldn't even trust the Rams the way they've been playing. If you have the Ravens, I think a lot of people probably would take the Ravens on the road at the Steelers. Oof. Um, if you have the Niners, Niners are going to beat the Seahawks, you would think. So only, but other than that, only man, one ooh, it's tricky. All right, so hold on. Let's take a look. Pull that uh, the, the graphic back up. Okay, so the Dolphins. Only had one person. Only had one person. So that means 35 people still have the Dolphins available. Well, there's only 28 left. So... I believe the Dolphins are yeah, very Yeah, when available. else would you have used the Dolphins? You know what I mean? So, well, yeah, once again, like you said, right. if you used them earlier, you lost. I mean, they did play the Texans uh, a couple weeks ago and won that game. That was Tyrod's first game back. People weren't playing with that. Because that was Jacoby Brissett supposed to play, and then he got hurt. They said Tua wasn't healthy enough to play. He came in. I think the Dolphins have to be the play this week. Yeah. Assuming that a lot of these teams are gone. Absolutely. Right? Because yeah. Minnesota on the road laying seven. I got to look back. Maybe. I would take that game and be comfortable, but I would. You probably use Minnesota. I'm trying to let me look yeah. back at Minnesota's schedule. We'll, we'll do a deeper dive this week at, at you know what teams are available uh, moving forward for participants. But you know, looking at the schedule, when would you have used Minnesota? Also, Minnesota plays on Christmas Day, so yeah, I just want to get to Christmas Day. I'll figure that out when I get there. No, they don't play on Christmas Day. They played on Christmas Day last year. They don't play on Christmas Day this year, so I apologize. Yeah. Um, I think I tore that page out of my notes. It was bringing me nothing but pain. Oh, you know what? A lot of people use Minnesota home against the Vikings. That was the game-winning field goal from like 50-some-odd yards. Yeah, it's the Lions. So, so Minnesota's out. Yeah. Minnesota. Not necessarily. Uh, Everybody didn't use them. But I, w- I would assume yeah. most people use them. I'm telling you, the Dolphins will be one of the – I think that might be the most played one this week. Yeah. Because you look at the, the statistics, it looks like majority of the – of the entrants still have the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a home favorite against the Giants. Like you said, coming off a win, Dolphins are getting hot right now. They've won four in a row. Rams are probably utilized. I think they were utilized early uh, by many people. Um, Kansas City was probably used by most people. So, I, yeah, I would say the Dolphins are probably the play this week. Yeah. If we look at all the statistics, we will, uh, we'll look at it. We'll break it down. It'll be fascinating uh, to watch. I wish I was still in it. Who's the next head coach of Notre Dame? Uh, let me let me just put some context on this. Marcus Freeman is actually a friend of mine. Like we actually talk. We've known each other for quite a long period of time. 
So I am pulling for Marcus Freeman to become the next head coach at Notre Dame because he's a great person. I think he's ready to be a head coach. I think he fits the Notre Dame profile from a personality demeanor standpoint. I think he'll do an excellent job there. Having said that, you can never really fully grasp how big of a job like Notre Dame is. So when this job comes open unexpectedly, there are going to be huge names that you've never thought of that are going to contact the powers that be about their interests, i.e. a Matt Rule mm-hmm. in Carolina. They'd so, love to have Matt Rule. I.e. people think that Tomlin would never leave nah, Pittsburgh. He, just, I'm just yeah, yeah. as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying that this is happening. I'm just saying like – those are the kind of things that happen when a job of this significance comes open. When Matt Rule was at Temple, there were a lot of people who thought Notre Dame was a likely landing spot for him. But he's currently the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. He'd have to leave that job. Caffrey's out for the now. year. They still hadn't gotten quarterback figured out. If they're going to leave, now would be the time. By the way, this is the best it's ever been for them. But who knows? Who knows? Happy Monday, Puckstradamus. <laughs> Hey, can you let people know next time? Thanks to Brad Powers. Thanks to Mark Schleyball, Aaron Ostar, producer. This was the Nightcap here on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a and e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote we are the voice of nascar the green flag is in the air and we are underway the great american race the motor racing network nascar cup xfinity and craftsman truck series racing live on your hometown radio station and mrn or nascar.com martinsville talladega the chicago street course we have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win photo finishes ryan blaney will win the voice of nascar the motor racing network work.